Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ravens Press Pass podcast. The Ravens are getting ready for a divisional matchup coming up on Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. And today we had a chance to talk with head coach John Harbaugh. Appreciate you being here on this beautiful day. Another great day for football. Every day is a great day for football. Uh, very excited about the upcoming challenge. Division rival, very, very good football team. We know what kind of games these are in our division. And then uh, we're excited to be at home. You know, we've got... Uh, we got a chance to play in front of our fans in a, in a real big game. I know they're going to be really into it. I know they're going to be loud. Uh, I know they're going to disrupt the huddle and the communication for the Browns by being just as loud as they can be, not just when the ball gets snapped, but you know between plays. I want to encourage that to our fans. So, uh, so we're looking forward to it. We all are, and uh, but we understand the challenge that is in front of us. Okay, what questions do you have? Do you think the crowd was responsible for that Geno pick? Excuse me. Do you think the crowd was responsible for that Geno pick? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? That's probably probably had a lot to do with it, actually. You know, they, they had a miscommunication. They might have been checking a play there or a route, and they, they, did, they certainly didn't get it. So that's a very good chance that that happened. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. Appreciate that. Good shout. John, obviously the, the Browns defense, I think, you know, fewer yards allowed right now this year. Uh, when you're watching film, though, what, what kind of impresses you the most about that defense? Very, very, very aggressive. I mean, very attack-oriented. They're kind of, they're kind of a, a mindset of a, of a puncher. You know, they come out swinging, the downhill uh, in every at every level, tight coverage, all the way up to linebackers downhill versus run, uh, defensive line upfield. That's kind of their their way. Uh, they they understand who they are and they, they play very well, very hard. John, kind of Right. I mean, I don't think it's any secret. You know, they're just really good. You know, they can rush the passer and they can cover. That's that's kind of the combination on third down. Plus, you'll find out, you'll see that they're in third. They have third and long a lot. You know, they get into they get people into third and long a ton because they're so successful on first and second down as well. So it kind of all goes together. I know you expected to see Deshaun Watson last time, and then he didn't play, but you studied him, you prepared for him. What impresses you about him at this point in his career? Right, well, I mean, Deshaun's a playmaker. You know, that's the thing. He's going he's gonna to do it on time uh, with the rhythm passing, quick game. He can do it with the play action, uh, the boots and the, and, the, and the drop, you know, the play action stuff off of their zone run game. And then uh, he can do it start, as far as extending the play, uh, both as far as running. And then also, I think he does a really good job on the run to find receivers uh, when he's moving out of the pocket. So, uh, playmaking quarterback. John, when you're playing division teams, especially for the second time, how much do you take from what worked the first time you played those teams? 
Well, you do. You do take a lot of that, and then you try to you kind of try to extrapolate a little bit about what their answer might be, and then what you're going to need to do to counter that. I mean, it's kind of a guessing game there, but you don't want to, you know, stop the play for them. You know, you want to make sure that you test them a little bit, and I'm sure they'll test us and make sure that we can defend not only the plays that were successful against us the last time, but the ones that have been successful by other teams too. Um, they have Kenyon Gray they just signed last week, I believe. Crochet is there now. It's kind of fan media chatter that, oh, he's going to give them secrets. And then, how much do you think about that, talk about that? Is that an, a, a factor when it comes uh, to players that have recently went, been with you guys? Uh, no. I mean, it's, it's – uh, you're changing from week to week so much in terms of the plays that you actually run and the way you run them. And then uh, any, time, any kind of like code words or signals or anything like that, that you're always protecting those. You're always changing them. So uh, that, I don't think that's going to be an issue one way or the other. Um, John, you know you value that organizationally being unpredictable for opponents and Absolutely. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of layers to that, you know, and I think sometimes we look at it and you can, it's easy to look at like pick out one, one factor or another, whether it's like you say early down, how many times you run, how many times you're passing. But there are so many layers into that that people are studying, so much information that we get, who's on the field, where they're lined up, what the motions look like, uh, you know, what, what call was made before that in terms of sequencing of calls. We really do study, coaches at this level study all those things. So it's very nuanced in terms of keeping people off balance. I do think Todd's done a very good job of that. Uh, and, uh, um, but the bottom line really is execution. When it's all said and done, all this stuff really is important. But really the most important thing is that you execute the plays well. John, we, we've seen Lamar be you know, very efficient so far. Um, two plays, uh, two passes I think he wants to have back are maybe to Rashad, the deep ones, a couple deep ones. Do you think maybe the consistency of the deep throws, this guy, that may be the, kind of the, the next step that you, you guys are trying to achieve? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, uh, those, when we hit those plays in games, it's going to be great. I mean, that's a big, it's a difference maker, uh, I'm sure, and we chase that all the time, but we're, we're hitting them in practice. Uh, regularly. Uh, sometimes things come up. I think sometimes you make a decision maybe just to throw it away. Other times, uh, uh, you know, it might be a step or two further than you want or shorter than you want it. But all in all, I'm, I'm very confident in our deep passing game and I'm very, I'm very certain that we're going to make those plays in the coming weeks. Linda Bob in particular opened a pretty big hole for Mitchell on his yeah. touchdown run. Is that, you know, what have you seen from him in year two and how much is he adding in terms of run blocking to the line? No question. Well, he adds a lot. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a great run blocker. I think he's a, I think he's an excellent pass blocker as well. But uh, he, he's he's a guy that can really sustain a block. I mean, when it really comes right down to it, he can he can get into a fit very quickly. He's just an explosive athlete, and then he can sustain. Really, that's the bottom line with blocking. He does it really well. John Lamar's done so so much so well this year, but um, there've been a couple of mesh point problems with mm -hmm. Justice Hill. What's happening there, and how do you fix it? Well, you fix it by just uh, consistency in terms of, of of the angles and the mesh, you know, fit. So. Uh, something came up in that last game that, that uh, kind of altered the, the, the spacing between the quarterback and the running back there. Uh, that you know just kind of happened, and uh, you got to keep working through it. So we're not happy about that at all. I think that's probably the main thing you know for us right now to, to make sure we clean up all those things and keep the ball off the ground.
That was head coach John Harbaugh. We also talked with center Tyler Linderbaum. He's having a great season. Here's what he had to say. How, I mean, when you get to get that running game going in a game, uh, I know you're not counting the yards that's happening, but I mean, as an offensive line, do you kind of feel kind of the taking over in a game like that when those rushing yards keep piling up? Yeah, I think as an old lineman, that's your dream to get the run game going. Um, you know, certainly every game we're trying to, you know, be effective in the run game because that opens up a lot of other things. Um, but, you know, especially talking about last game, you know, it was, you know, it was kind of slow early. Um, just stay with it, stay at it. Um, and, and running back started hitting those holes and, um, you know, saw, saw, saw things uh, start to get moving. How much room do you think this offense still has to grow? Yeah, a lot. Um, you know, there's still a lot of things each and every game on tape that you know we can improve on. Um, you know, and certainly just being at almost to the halfway point. Um, you know, we're doing a lot of good things, but also things that we need to get better at. Uh, and you know, I think we got a good group of guys that know that um, and want to improve. You know, aren't um, aren't content with what what where we're at right now. So um, it's always good when we have a good group of guys like that. Tyler, uh, the left guard position was a competition at the beginning of the season. John Simpson won it, and then you played next to him for the next you know, nine weeks. Just what's it been like working next to him, and, and uh, how have you seen him perform just over the course of the season? Yeah, John's been awesome. Um, you know, he's definitely deserved the, that starting job. Uh, just coming in here every day, working his tail off. Um, and just the thing with him, just gaining confidence each and every week. Uh, you know, he practices hard, um, goes out there and performs on game day. So. You know, when you're looking at teammates, that's what you, that's what you want out of your teammate. Tyler, you got a lot of kind of national love for that play on the 60-yard run by Keaton Mitchell. Take out one guy, run downfield. Take out two more guys, 25 yards downfield. What's your mentality on that play? Where you look ahead of you, the run's still going, and you're you're trying to get downfield on that play. I'm just trying to be explosive, trying to make those explosive plays happening. You know, if you look on the on the tape and on the film, you know all. Everyone's doing their job. Everyone's, you know, finding someone to block. Um, I'm just trying to do my part, and so are other ten guys on the team. Tyler, when you talk about uh, being explosive, a lot of the time when that's mentioned, it's about position, you know, skill players, wide receivers, running backs. Does that also go to the offensive line that you guys also want to be explosive? Yeah, for sure. You know, we got to block the guys in front of us. Um, you know, and then block guys in front of us, work to the next level, and then, you know, we have you know awesome skill position guys here that can make a lot of things happen. So, we do our job. Um, they do their jobs. A lot of good things can happen. So you're in the middle of a three-game home stretch here. How beneficial is it to be playing at home in front of your crowd? Yeah, it's been awesome. You know, our, our fans, especially you know, this past last game was awesome. You know, the more fans we can get out there, the better. Um, you know, we really lean on them, uh, um, and they've been tr tremendous. And you know, this this hope, you know, this next two-game stretch, you know, we can get more fans out there as well. Because um, you know, when they're rolling, we're rolling. So it's good to have them out there. The Browns. Yeah, the Browns. Without, goes without saying how special of a player Miles Garrett is, but knowing that he can move around, some, I mean, just how much discussion is there among the offensive line with just knowing where he is on every single play? Yeah, he's definitely a guy that you got to know where he's at. Uh, you know, one of the best DNs in the league, um, one of the best defenders in the league, uh, and the tape speaks speaks for itself. Um, you know, he's he's a guy that has all the tools. Um, you know, just his size, strength, and speed. You know, definitely makes it makes it challenging. So, you know, it's someone who you definitely know have to know who, uh, who and where he's at. Um, but you know, that starts with the game plan. Starts with this week and just trusting our fundamentals and technique and to get the job done. 
Lamar's pressure times are down. He was saying it's because there's so many offensive weapons. But from your standpoint, do you feel like defenses are defending differently since he's rushing less, or they're still respecting that Yeah, I mean, you know, you got to defend his legs, right? Um, he's one of the most electrifying players in the league. Um, but also, he can throw the hell out, hell out of the ball. So, um, you know, he's done a tremendous job. And, you know, like Lamar said, you know, we got a lot of good weapons um, that can get the ball. Um, so, but when the times that he needs to run, he can run. When he needs to throw, he can throw. When you get a new coordinator, I mean, people obviously focus on what that means for the quarterback, for the wide receivers, et cetera, et cetera. But how much learning curve would you say there's been for the offensive line with the functions, you know, over the course of this year? Yeah, I mean, I still think, you know, starting having OTAs with Coach Monk was huge. You know, just getting familiar with, you know, maybe our philosophy and, and how we want to be as a unit, um, understanding the communication. Um, and I think he's been tremendous just trying to get everyone on the same page. And he always preaches over communicate. Um, you'd rather over communicate than under communicate. So, um, you know, just creating our identity OTAs into fall camp, you know, finding ourselves has been huge. And then, you know, we're still creating that identity as the season goes, you know, still um, finding stuff uh, to improve on. Um, but I still think we're doing a lot of good things. Does your job feel much different under him than it did under Greg or largely, largely the same? No, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's about the same. Um, also, too, you know, it's just at the end of the day, wherever you go, you know, communication has to be important uh, for the line position. So as long as everyone's on the same page, you know, five guys doing the same thing, you know, including tight ends and quarterback knows what's going on. You put yourself in a successful situation. Uh, 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 Justin Matabike is having a great year on the D line. How, how, what have you seen from him in practice? And have you guys ever gone at it full speed? <laughs> yeah, I mean, shoot, Beeks was a problem in camp, OTAs. He's been a problem for us all line for a while now. Um, so we've all seen the issues that he's caused, uh, the havoc havoc that he's caused um, in games, and we've gone against that in practice. So what he's doing right now, um, it's not a surprise to any of us because uh, that's just the type of player he is. I mean, shoot, you watch him in practice, he's going the same speed. So, um, you know, credit to him, and that's why he's so successful on Sundays. Uh, you see the defense's pressure packages in practice every day. How different are they from what you see from a typical defense around the NFL? Yeah, they certainly cause, uh, you know, there's a lot of different fronts that you can see for them. Um, and they come at you in a lot of different ways. Um, and it, it can be challenging, you know, they, and that's, and it helps us, you know, when we see that in OTA, see that in fall camp. So, um, and I'm not sure if there's other defense around the league that shows multiple looks like they do. So it definitely helps us um, get ready for the season. Um, and it can be challenging for offenses to prepare for. That was Senator Tyler Linderbaum. If you want to hear more from Lindy, check out his appearance on the Lounge Podcast. That's dropping Thursday morning. Some really interesting insight from him, the improvements that he made this offseason, and also the player in the NFL that he watches film of every single week. I think you would really enjoy that conversation, so check that out on the Lounge Podcast feed. And also, in addition to Tyler Linderbaum, of course, quarterback Lamar Jackson talked with the media today, and here's what he had to say. Number one in completion percentage, as far as you know, accuracy thing. What do you think has been the, the difference for you? I mean, you've always been in the 60%, but now over 70%. What do you think has been the, the big difference this year for you to, to get that up there? What if I don't have an answer? I don't know, just hard work, um, dedication, uh, 
going out there and just competing my tail off. That's all. Nothing really changed, just the percentage, if anything. Something you ever look at? Like, do you ever look at those stats or that kind of stuff and like where you are and that kind of thing? No, nah, to be honest with you, no. Um, probably after the game if they tell me about it, but I'm not just going to go and look and see what I did. I'm trying to win. I don't really care about the stats. Omar, uh, this is your first year with T. Martin as your quarterback's coach. Yeah. Can you talk about how he has helped you develop and what he is like kind of behind the scenes in the meeting rooms and things like that? Oh, uh, just. He wants us to be perfect. Um, me, Josh, Snoop, he wants us to be perfect. And, and every morning he got um, something like championship quarterback and what you, you being a championship quarterback. And he always tell me, like, I'm going to grade you harder than, you know, probably anybody else will. And I'm cool with that, you know, because I'm hard on myself. And I, I know I want to be great, and so is he. Um, so, so does he. You know, as our coach, he wants all of us to be great, and that's pretty much it. He played the game, and he's kind of a trailblazer in, in his own right. Is he somebody that you admire both as a, as a player, as a person, the way that he, you know, the way he can connect with you based on his experience as a player as well? Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, his experience, um, being able to play at this level, um, being a national champion in college, um, that's that's crazy. Lamar, you've been talking about consistency. You guys have won four in a row. From your perspective, what's been working so well? I, I believe our whole team just locked in. Um, every phase, special teams, defense, offense, um, each and every week, I believe we've gotten better. Um, there's certain things in the game, when we finish with games, like we we, we hard on ourselves about, but um, at the end of the day, we're trying to get wins. And I believe us just knowing each and every week it's a championship game to us, that's pretty much what it is. We're treating every game like a championship game until we finally do. Lamar, Cleveland's always had good defenses. Miles Garrett's been there for a while. What, what have you seen when you watch them on film as to why they are one of the better defenses in the league this year? Uh, like you said, number one, Miles Garrett, um, the leader of that defense, I believe. Um, and those guys just fly around. You know, I believe those guys are headhunters, um, secondary, linebackers, and like you said, defensive line, that's, they're just flying around and trying to attack with aggression. And that's pretty much what stands out to me. Lamar, do you a better version of them this, this time? I mean, you guys jumped on them in the first half in Cleveland. Do you, do you think they'll be a better all-around team this time? Uh, I, I can't call it. You know, I'm just going to – we just going in there and just trying to focus on getting a dub. Um, I don't know how they're going to come out and play us, you know, but I believe every team's going to try their best to beat you. Um, that, that's part of our job. That's part of the game. How does the preparation change when you are facing a team for the second time in the same season? And, you know, the first meeting wasn't that uh, just go back and watch the things that they did well against us, you know, when they stopped us um, from completing drives um, because they might try to piggyback off that and try to watch ourselves against other teams because they might try to do things that they did to stop us, certain things, but that's it. Lamar, with your rushing attempts going down, at least to this point in the year, have you noticed defenses defending you differently? Are they still guarding you kind of run first a little bit still? I believe they are, you know, but we, we have so many weapons on offense, they don't really know what to do, you know, because we got guys running out the backfield, Justice, Gus, um, Keaton, you know, we got OBJ, Bate, Mark, um, Zay, you know, um, both of the Zays, dude, we got all these guys, you know, so it's, it's really hard to define where the ball going to go, and that, that's pretty much hurt, um, hurting the defense, so we just need to keep staying locked in and focused and keep that going. For, for a long time, we've asked guys on defense how playing against you in practice makes them better. How does this defense make you better, and particularly this year's defense, which appears to be one of the best in the league?
just by I, I believe I'm not trying to toot our horn, but I believe our defense has no weakness. Uh, just from the defensive line, the linebackers, the secondary, how they flying around and disguising defenses uh, to make it look like one coverage, but it's something else. And and how they how they um, time up the blitzes, it, it helps us out a lot, you know, because we playing other teams, they flying around giving us their best shot. It's like we send one of the best defenses every day. Like getting some defensive snaps, you know. Nah, I ain't speak with. to him yet. Not yet. <laughs> Try to get get me a second, like Art and Kyle. Hopefully. Mar, you mentioned, um, you know, T. Mar, and just curious, like, when you think back to not that you think back to this, but when you do think back to early in your career and how you maybe led the quarterback room, or were, or just how you were in the quarterback room versus how you are now, how do you think you've evolved um, in that room, just from a leadership standpoint? And, and, what you're seeing and vocalizing and things like that. So what you just said, like I'm more vocal than I was before. Um, early on, I was just wanting to learn, you know, um, the ins and outs of the defenses in the NFL. But now, like me just seeing them each and every week, different defenses every week, um, I got a lot more questions. Um, I see certain things, and then I want to just tell coach, like, yeah, we should try to put this in, put this in the game plan, stuff like that. Dynamic like in that room. Just what's the vibe kind of like in there? Uh, to be honest, we be locked in. Like we might laugh around, but it's pretty much we locked in. We trying to we trying to be great. You know, we trying to be a championship team, and that's what we chasing right now. More right now, take it as a sign of respect when defenses like do drop eighty against you. I think that's something that, that happened a lot in the past. Uh, I guess, I guess, John. But I don't. I I can't call it. You know, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to win. I don't care what they do. I'm trying to win. I'm trying to win to play to drive the game. Among all the good things that have happened, there have been a couple issues with the mesh point and fumbles with Justice Hill on exchanges. Why do you think that's happening, and how does it get fixed? We trying to win. <laughs> um, just getting. To, we we trying to be too. We trying to move too fast. I believe on all the all the fumble exchanges, it's been us just being too fast, too. I don't know, too antsy. But you know, I believe we are gonna come down, come down with that. It, it won't be any more uh, fumbles. I don't believe. Lamar, uh, wins and losses are calculated mostly the same. Just uh, when you play the division, though, does it feel like more? So, I mean, the, the division game, we we, I won't, we we know our opponents, but at the same time, all of us trying to make it to the playoffs. Um, all the games going to be aggressive. Uh, Steelers, Cincinnati, Browns, it's, it's, we just got to go in locked in, you know, but I treat every game the same. They're talking in the locker room about how crazy good the AFC North has been in this year, specifically with everyone. Not at all. No. We're focusing on us. That was quarterback Lamar Jackson. And then over on the defensive side of the ball, we had a chance to hear from linebacker Patrick Queen. For the London game that you felt like this defense wasn't as respected as you should be, do you feel differently about that now? Uh, a little bit. I feel like it's a, a long season. We still got a lot of games ahead. I feel like we are getting more respect, but I feel like it's still not the respect that we want. And I, I, honestly, we just we haven't accomplished the things that we want to accomplish yet. So I feel like there's a lot of respect out there to still be taken. Do you feel like Cleveland with Watson will be a different entity than they were with the rookie when, when you put him forward? Uh, yeah, obviously it's Deshaun Watson. They give him all that money for a reason. So uh, he's a great player. Uh, but at the end of the day, he's coming to our stadium with our team with our defense, uh, with our fans. So uh, that place is going to be rocking. We're going to have it rocking. We're going to do what we need to on defense to get them jumping and um, just you know, try to shut them down.
How much do you feed off that as a defense when the crowd is kind of going crazy in that atmosphere? The crowd definitely makes a difference. That just gives you like that extra motivation just to go even harder. Um, like, I don't know, like, it's just when you second stop them on second and eight or maybe whatever, and it's third and eight, third and seven or whatever, and the crowd starts jumping, it's just like that extra motivation. It could be a long drive, and you just, just when the crowd gets up and you got the extra motivation, you just feel like you're unstoppable. Patrick, uh, Lamar was just asked about the Ravens defense, and he said, he doesn't think there's any weakness. Yeah. As a player who plays on the defense, do you do you kind of agree with that assessment? I definitely agree. Uh, if we all lock in, just do what we're capable of, um, just each play, just lock in, communicate, play as hard as we can, have the best technique we can, uh, it shouldn't be nobody be able to stop us. Um, the only person, only people that can stop us is us. So as long as we go out there and focus in and just take one play at a time and just dominate, we'll be fine. You felt that way in past years here, or is it is it more so at least at this point in the season than it has been in your, your previous year? You always feel like that. You always feel like you got confidence in your defense, and um, it's just small plays here and there that could actually just change like those past defenses. So um, obviously, uh, I feel like those defenses still were pretty damn good, and um, it's just like I said, a few plays here and there that stop us from being that number one, number two, number three defense. Factor is it for you to be going up against another, or not against them, but on the same field as another great defense to kind of show who the better defense is? Uh, it's a lot of motivation. It's a, it's a lot of talk right now. Um, and we just want to talk with our past, honestly. We just want to go out there, dominate, want to play at a time, have fun with it, talk a little trash on the field, and go at it again. Patrick, I know um, you guys are focused on Sunday, but when you look at standings in the AFC North, and the five days of rounds of the Bengals, how big for this season, where you guys want to be at the end, how big are those five days coming up? It's huge, because um, obviously, you know, you get a few days off after that. So uh, I think the big key is just locking in uh, on the task at hand, just not looking forward, just taking each day at, a, at one at a time. Uh, when the game presents itself, go out there, dominate. After that game, just whatever you got to do to recover, recover, come into that next game on that short week and just get ready to dominate again. But uh, overall, just take one day at a time. Is there a comparison between these games and the old SEC days? I mean, you know, you guys are playing so well, but it's hard to get away from these other teams, it seems like, because they're winning too. I mean, just, does it, is it a similar feeling? Or? It definitely is. Uh, it's just everybody always wins, and this is a tough division, probably the toughest division in uh, the NFL. So um, when you see how the division is stacked up right now, it's just like no room to breathe. Uh, so you just got to keep our foot on, our, on everybody else's neck and just keep doing what we're doing right now, just trying to keep winning. You guys blew out a lot of teams during that national championship season. You've blown out a lot of teams now. But I want to ask you about some of the games you guys had earlier in the early, that's LSU season, like the Florida game. You guys had to come back in the third quarter. What do you think that game and that resilience you guys showed meant for you guys in the long run when you get to you know, the championship game against Clemson down? You I guess you know how to figure that out and come back. Yeah, uh, it was just. Uh, just a, a huge confidence boost for our defense, uh, just knowing that we could actually stop people. Uh, I think in the beginning of the year, they were, we were letting up scores and stuff, and it all came from communication, and that's the biggest thing that I preach on because I've seen it firsthand, just how communication could change everything. I fought, didn't score that second half, and then we went on a little run, like shutting teams down and whatnot. And uh, It's just anytime you just get on a roll like that, you got the confidence rolling, and everybody's communicating, everybody's flowing on one page. It's just something special to see, and obviously, obviously so. Different from the last time you played Cleveland, Deshaun Watson probably will be their quarterback. What does he bring, and how different are they with him? 
Uh, he just brings who he is. Uh, he can put the ball anywhere on the field. He can run. He does not want to slide. So uh, anytime you got a quarterback that's willing to lower their shoulder, um, that's a huge threat to your defense. And um, we just got to go out there and play our game, honestly. Uh, it could be any quarterback in the league that goes out there. Uh, it's just it's up to us what we want to do, uh, how we want to be remembered, how do we want to play, how do we want our defense to look when we play the Cleveland Browns. I think they find for stuff that they think rightfully so should be a fine. I think there's certain angles that you could check and uh, actually get a clear view. But at the end of the day, they have a job to do. I have a job to do. And um, we do have the option to appeal. So uh, I think you have, if you obviously not playing dirty or doing anything dirty or not lowering your head or whatever it may be, whatever the case is, if you're fine, if you're not doing it, then with the appeal, just get different angles and you should be fine. That was linebacker Patrick Queen. The Ravens are gearing up for a matchup coming up on Sunday at M&T Bank Stadium against the Cleveland Browns. This game kicks off at 1 p.m., and we can't wait to see you there. Make sure you get there early. We're going to have some cool stuff planned pregame, so get to your seat around 12.40 p.m. and be loud. The Ravens want great home field advantage. And be loud. The Ravens want great home field advantage in this game. This is a matchup between two really good defenses, and this defensive unit wants to lean on the energy of that crowd so make sure you're there make sure you're in your seats early and make sure you're allowed for this matchup make sure you also leave a rating and review here on the ravens press pass podcast and hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already thanks for listening talk with you again tomorrow hey guys back at the playground again huh yep you know what this playground could use a wine country heck yeah and some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.